is Lauren Bellamy here, one of the founder, one of the writers, and one of the editors of Hear Her Speak magazine. And I'm here with two of my other staff members, and they're going to introduce themselves real quick. Hi, my name's Roshni. I'm a editor, content creator for this magazine. I feel like I have another title that I use, but I can't remember it. Uh, yeah. Wait, what, what was your other title? <laughs> He was writer. I forgot writer. Yeah, okay. I'm Jamie, also a writer and also an editor for the magazine. Thank you, ladies. Okay, so today, you know what time of the month it is. It's our theme of the month podcast episode. Let's get it. If we're in September 2021, our second September issue, if that makes sense. We, you know, coming off straight off of our anniversary issue, so we're really excited. But anyway. Our theme of the month this year is all, or this month, this year, wow, this month is literature. And literally, it's all types of literature. So books, plays, poems, all of it, you know, it's all the good stuff. And we are going to be talking about either like our favorite books or our favorite things. Like what do we love so much about reading and why is it important to us? So this is going to be, it's probably going to be a pretty quick chill conversation but it's just us three so let's get started does anyone want to start us off i can go ahead because why not? okay um so reading i thoroughly enjoy reading when i do have the time to i can admit that recently i haven't read as much as i i want to like i read a book or two before coming to college but like i haven't had much time like now like, I noticed ever since I got to, like, middle school, high school, not middle school, high school mainly, reading took, like, a backseat in my life because <clears throat> high school's busy and it's not fun. Like, I was a very avid reader, at least, like, back then, like, to the point where I had no friends because, like, I preferred reading over, like, human interaction. Like, I would literally, like, I, I, it's, like, hard to, like, fail stuff in elementary school. I would fail stuff simply because I spent too much time reading. Like, I was told to stop reading because I read so much as a kid. Because <laughs> I did it way too much. Like, the librarian was like, can you, like, focus on your work or something? But yeah, it was kind of, it was weird. But yeah, um, I love reading. I think reading is definitely very important in people's lives, especially as a kid. Like, whenever I have, like, two little cousins and they're often, like, asking me, like, what can I do to, like, prepare them for their future? And, like, get them to read. Like, it doesn't matter what they read, just get them to read something. Because, like, my... I think my reading skills and, like, my comprehension skills like, everything definitely are so much better because I read so much as a kid. Like, don't read to the point where you're, like, a social turtle, but, like, like definitely get out and, like, have fun. But, like, reading is very important, and I highly recommend it to everyone. And it's definitely a lot of fun if you can, like, get into it properly, find the genre you're interested in. Because, like, don't just think about it as, like, reading words on a page. Like, imagine it. Like, create a little movie in your head. Have fun with it, you know? love that that was like so perfect and so great I love that start to our conversation because reading um for me I've always enjoyed reading but I definitely in middle school that was when it was like the hype for me and it was because I was bullied tremendously so I would turn to books to kind of like escape what was happening 
at school and what was happening at home because my parents were also sick at that time. So it was kind of like I would immerse myself in these stories and like be so obsessed with the characters, so obsessed with the plots, the movies for the books and everything. And just like completely fall in love with all of these series. I was like, you guys can't see it because this is a podcast, but my bookshelf behind me, these are the books that like genuinely I spent all my time reading, rereading all that. And it was because I just love these stories and mostly they're all like dystopian fantasy and everything because those are so far from reality and you know it would just be like let me pretend that i am a student at hogwarts or let me pretend that i'm in a hunger well not no i don't really want to be in the hunger games but you get what i'm saying it's like that situation of just being able to immerse myself or percy jackson being like pretending i was a demigod and like give me those early skills of analytically thinking and being able to comprehend a lot better in terms of all of my school things and whatever but I never thought of it as a learning thing it was more of a fun thing for me and I still love reading but I had a backseat moment in high school too because I be but um corona happened and then all I did was read so that was but that's been like the fun thing so I'm really excited about that that was perfect, Lauren. Oh, let me stop. <laughs> but seriously, that was perfect. Um, for me, I turned to reading mainly because I didn't like being around people. And you know, you could probably guess that I don't. I do not like being around people. And so, instead of like playing sports and stuff, I was just either reading or playing on the DS and. Those are like fun times, I must say, <laughs> not interacting with people. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was more so something that was like, oh, a willful choice. Like I do, I guess, regret not being more active because I am like not athletic in the slightest. And so that was like sort of an impediment, but I still like in, turn gain like a lot of insight and knowledge and like really I guess perspective from reading all types of stories when I was younger so for me it was like in elementary school I was reading like a lot of books and in middle school I was also reading like some books and partially fan fiction like most people but back then it was a stigma I don't think it's a stigma now for some reason i don't know but it was like a huge stigma to confess that you read fan fiction <laughs> so we were just like me and some of my friends are like reading fan fiction of like different types of stories so like for most people i think it was harry potter but i'd never read harry potter <laughs> or percy jackson but i did watch anime and i was reading fan fiction of anime <laughs> and those are pretty good. They're like some really talented authors. But uh, yeah, that's my reading journey, I guess. <laughs> I love the anime fanfics. Oh my goodness. That's that's a mood. And I, I, I think I tried reading like one last year, I think, because I really just started getting into anime really last year, kind of 2019, but really last year. So I was like, Oh, look at this anime fanfic. Look at that. But that's interesting. I 
I am always the awkward one reading fan fiction because I'm like, I want to find a good one. I don't want it to be uncomfortable. You know, like I want it to be a good storyline that's like very similar to the actual story, but not like the story. You get what I'm saying? If that makes sense. But yeah. Are there like, what are like some quotes? Here we go. I'm back to normal. What are some quotes from books or like characters that have always stayed with you? You know, that have made a huge impact on you, comedic or just otherwise. You know. Like a lot of the cast of Percy Jackson, first of all. That that series is like my comfort series, high key. Percy Jackson, oh my god, I'm so in love with that man. He's like kind of incredible. I was so jealous of his powers. Like I always wanted to be like daughter beside him, simply for his powers. Like I want to control the sea and like talk to sea animals. I can't even speak. Sea animals. Go talking to sea animals thing, that was like so cool to me. I always wanted to be Annabeth. That was my thing. Cause I was like that girl who because everyone just kept calling me a goody goody and like the one who would follow the rules and everything and like the smart one. So I was like, okay, fine. Then I'll be Annabeth, then I'll be the daughter of Athena. Deal with it. And like that was my thing. I was No, <laughs> my thing was power. Like, if I was a demigod, my like parent would be Athena because I'm like yeah and plus I loved owls so you know I just vibed with that a lot but I think a character that I have always maintained a celebrity crush on even though it's not a celebrity crush it's a character crush would be Leo Valdez from Heroes of Olympus oh my god yes he was incredible there's an iconic scene from Mark of Athena that will always stand true in my mind where he is on a whole roll and it's great it's great. it's great yeah <laughs> but yes I love many characters to be honest I think all of these characters especially at that time in my life these are the characters that I was like I wish everyone around me was like these characters because they're so cool and so great and like slaying and I'm out here with the people who are bullying me for reading and I was like what is this but um will never amount to any, I mean, I should, um, you know what, screw them. I'm like, who, who bullies people these days? Even back then, it's such a stupid thing to do. Period. Cosine. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> Tangent. <laughs> yep. Locatella. <laughs> cosine? Yeah, like, you know how, okay. like, you cosine on a lease? Oh, I thought you were saying, like, <laughs> side, cosine, tangent. Why is it tangent? <laughs> I mean, it is cosine. It's yeah. sine, cosine, a tangent. You're right. I was like, no, no, you said cosine. Then I was like, yeah, tangent. I was like, wait, why'd you say cosine? Because, like, knowing, you know what, yeah. <laughs> That's a move. Um, yeah. But, yes, Jamie, have any characters impacted you as a person or just simply you just love those characters for the rest of your life? Oh, man. There's too many. There's too many omen. I guess in the young, when I was younger, I didn't really pay attention to the characters as like my role models, I guess. I just liked reading them and like observing them in the situations. Like, oh dang, like Tales of Despero. Like that's about like mice and rats. Like I'm not, I'm, I don't relate to rats, <laughs> sorry, but, um, 
I guess now when I read, I can relate more to the characters. And I guess the one that stands out the most, well, it's more like a lot of them. Like, a lot of them stand out to me that I've been reading recently. And that's probably because I have good judgment in characters and books. But anyways, <laughs> the main character that stood out to me was Ada from Freshwater by Akwaeke Amezi. And they... They also have a new book coming out. Well, no, it came out already. Yeah, it came out already. It's called Dear Synthron. So read that. <laughs> and um, Ada is basically a an Ogbanche. And this is like a sort of spirit of a person, or a, rather a person who is not really a person, but more so a compilation or a combination of spirits so Ada is like basically going through their gender journey and spiritual journey throughout the book and it's like really tough to read but it's like really beautifully written and so that is one character the other character is from oh dang I forgot her name <laughs> but the other character is from the henna artist and she's basically a henna artist but she's like the embodiment of what it's like to go through classes like different social classes and castes and so even though she's like not particularly a good person she's like extremely well written because she like still cares for her little sister but the actions that she takes is like pretty immoral like she's she provides abortive fashions to like whoever asks them, but she does have like standards like you can't be, I think it was like, you can't be like eight months long, I think. It's like you can't really be too far along. And that's because I guess she didn't want them to die, basically. And so she's also like juggling that along with some other stuff in the book that I don't want to spoil. But she's juggling all of that, and she's basically, like, going through a pretty great atonement process, I should say, to um, really, I would say, she's basically atoning to sort of make her parents forgive her, even though she's not with them at the, in the book. And so she's a really great character. But, like, my mind is completely blanked out. But that's The Hino Artist by Alka Joshi. And then there are, just like, a ton of other random characters that I just like in general. But most of them are in anime, I think. Like Erza. That's... Oh, my God. Did you say Erza? Yes. Yes. Oh, my God. But, like, you did a really good job pitching that book. I, I, I looked it up, and I'm probably going to read it. Yes, that sounds really good and interesting. I I will probably be checking it out as well. I really, I think it's so cool, though. Like, that was, like, so well thought out, Jamie. I love that. Like, how you were able to, like, truly explain why you love your characters and, like, explain their journeys and everything and how that, like, really spoke to you. I thought that was really great. Because, like, me, I don't know. Like, I love these characters, but it's, I don't know if it's, I think for me it's, like, their personalities 
are really what it is for me. And I'm just like, you know, you're hilarious. I love you. Or, you know, these are the characters that usually like go through a lot, but they also are just like really wholesome, sweet characters. Like Leo Valdez is like that character for me because he's really had a rough time and a rough life. And overall, it's just like, you're just like, poor Leo. But at the end of the day, like he is still just, he's always keeping everyone else on their toes and everything. And I'm just like, yeah, be there for Leo too because y'all, y'all be like looking to him for support and stuff, but he needs it too. So, okay, I was going on a tangent because I love him so much. But anyway, aside from that, manga characters, Avatar characters, we can talk about these characters because they are, while they were like originally, well, most animes are based off of mangas. It's rare that it's like, you know, the different story. But anyway. Like, I know the characters maybe through the anime, but they were based off the manga. So it's okay to talk about these characters. And we love these characters because they are, I love seeing their character development over time. Especially if it's like a very long anime or long manga, because then you're like, wow, I've really been with you since the beginning. It's, yeah, it's a like, long time. I'm being very dramatic right now. You're not. <laughs> but like, Fairy Tale is definitely a great example, but that's like one of the main pieces I'm like, highly oh, I, I technically started one piece but like i love seeing character development like and i know like one piece is so long but the character development and that's gonna be crazy but like i really want to watch it just for that like it, I, it's like starting it for me is just such a thing i, I know it's so I long watch one piece myself oh my goodness i was thinking of doing that myself but yes fairy tale prime example i'm almost on season seven everybody <laughs> And it has been a roller coaster. But to see where the characters were seven seasons ago, technically seven years ago, and to see them now, it's like, it's very emotional, you know? It gets very emotional. Oh my god, yeah. Because, like, I'm, like, currently re-watching Fairy Tale. Sorry. I don't think we should talk about it right now. But, like, I just want to mention this. Like, because, because I'm re-watching. Message and manga. Yeah, so it definitely works. But, like, um, because I'm re-watching it, I was on, um, I'm on the I'm on the Grand Magic Games. Well, I think we finished. Almost done with Grand Magic Games. But it was the match between Wendy and um Sharia and Terry. I forgot to pronounce her name. <clears throat> but um Um, you know like, one of the judges, the dude who's a chef? Yes. Yes. He was like reflecting on Wendy's character and how she was in the beginning, like how she is now. And I was like, that's so nostalgic. Oh my god. Cause, uh, she's like totally grown, like so much. I'm so proud of her. It's really crazy later in season seven, because like where I am right now in season seven, which is like seven more episodes and I'll be done with it. Um, she like has gone through a whole transformation and they did like this whole like they showed when Wendy was first introduced to now. And I was like so emotional. I was like, she's really grown up. But it's like in the same thing when we even think about Avatar the Last Airbender, though this did start off as a show and turn into, like, comics and everything. Um, the story, like, the character development, because all of them at the beginning, you know, had their own little things. But to see them, like, in a matter of a year and a half, really, because the storyline is, like, it actually happens pretty quickly. To see how much they grow and how much they learn and apply that is really great. And I think that's just the cool thing about literature overall. Whenever you have, like, a series of novels or, you know, like, a whole like manga it's like volumes and volumes and volumes it's really great to be able to kind of see these characters keep growing and then the plot seeing how 
the experiences they had in the past, how they affect them now and how they like tackle different things or whatever. I'm trying to make this philosophical, but it's really great. I love that part about reading because then I even think about myself as a reader, how when I first started reading, I wasn't looking at it to be, you know, analytical or anything. But now as someone who's taken many classes in English and really paying, you know, paying attention to analyzing and how do you look at a book and all that good stuff. I'm really being able to read books that I'm just reading for pleasure and like really bring what I've learned from the class to that. And then it makes the reading experience even more like impactful or exciting because you're like, whoa, this is like really interesting how this changed and how they have changed, how this has affected them. So. That was a lot to say one thing, but anyway, yeah. Lovely. I have nothing to say right now. I just wanted to tell you about what you said was incredible. Thank you. Yeah. And very philosophical. That's the word. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I always feel like I'm saying that wrong, but I'm not. It's it's right. I just it just sounds weird. Cause like I'm just thinking philosophy and I'm like philosophical. But um, anyway, yeah. Anything else y'all would like to talk about? Oh, yeah. Speaking of reading, so I am one of the belief that reading children's books is never to be demeaned at any age. Like, never demean somebody if they're reading like something really childish like i don't know the very hungry caterpillar because those books slap those books slap hard so on that vein what are you guys's favorite fairy tale characters not the show the actual fairy tale characters okay this is hard jamie goodness are you talking about like grim's fairy tale or like ariel all those people like not grim's like disney any really? Um, sorry, it's like a hard question. Well, Tiana is my favorite princess. Love Tiana. But um, Princess and a Frog compared to the actual like the Frog Prince is very different. The storylines are very different. But I love Tiana because and there are books written from the movie. So I will I will use this example. But anyway. <laughs> Tiana, what I love about Tiana is, like, my sister and I talk about this every time we watch the movie because we've been watching it a lot lately. Um, looking at, like, how she starts at the beginning, her journey through this whole thing, like, that whole... I could talk all day about it. You guys can read my article about how much I love that movie. But anyway, I think she is, like, such a perfect example of what a character should be because, like, she truly learned something in the story and like it ends up in like her lesson is applied in the way that it's just like the perfect ending because like at the beginning her dad is like you know it's all of just you know that oh gosh I can't remember like the exact um line but that he was like but that dream can only take you part of the way but you got to pay attention to like what really matters or whatever and at first she's like oh yeah I, yeah sure I totally understand what you mean but then later on she's like oh no it's just hard work you know just gotta have hard work and you'll be fine but then you know mama Odie is like no you need to dig a little deeper and it's like yes that's so true like song reference but anyway it's true because she's looking at 
yes, hard work is important, but you also need to have the care and the love that is surrounding you in order to give you the strength to be able to do it. And it's like, it's always, it's multiple things, but it's like, love is what you need, okay? With everything else. And it's just beautiful. And then, you know, she gets Naveen, that beautiful man. And um, yeah, so <laughs> I said all of that to say, Tiana's just like, her journey is so impactful. And probably because also just like identify with her so much because she is a strong black woman. And she goes through so much in terms of even just that. Like, I was about to slap the owners of the building at one point in that movie. But, you know, like, with all the things that she had stacked up against her, to see that she, like, learned that everyone around her is what she needs. And also hard work and all that. So, and then, you know, she gets everything. So, I thought. But that's like pretty much like she's definitely my favorite fairy tale character. I didn't really read fairy tales growing up. I read more like fables, more so. So, because fairy tales to me were just Disney movies. Because I didn't read the actual fairy tales until like high school. LOL. But um, yeah. Same here. Um, yeah, I read more fables or like children's books growing up. But like, at least like current time, I've like noticed. I don't know if I can identify a single crazy princess of mine, but it's definitely the ones that are a lot more like independent, you know? I feel like that's a given. Like, cause I, I hate the whole, I need a prince to save me thing, you know? Like, Sleeping Beauty, Snow White, like, <clears throat> classics, of course, but like, um, I didn't like the, the hidden meanings behind it. It wasn't really my thing, but like, I loved Mulan and the whole like, like defying stereotypes thing i thought that was like really good like the way it was done of course it, like the movie the original movie itself has like its own issues of course like many old disney movies do but like it was still very good um moana love that movie one for the fact that it has no romance in there because i just think it's so refreshing to see a disney movie like a princess movie even though she's like technically not a princess she's a daughter's chief blah 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 but like I think she counts as a Disney princess. At least she, to me, she counts as a Disney princess. And it, sh- it was just so nice to see. Like, some people ship Maui and Moana. And I'm like, no, I don't, it's gross <laughs> to me. Like, they just want to ship them like, for the sake of shipping. Like, he called her a princess. He called her a princess. Because he was, like, animal sidekick in the story. Yeah, They're, that was it's cute. Like, it's a funny line. But anyway, continue. <laughs> yeah. But, like, definitely the ones that are, like, represent more, fe- like, female empowerment. Like, the ones, like, little girls like, look at those that can look up to, right? Because, like, the whole, like, little girl wanting to grow up, be a princess, find a prince, get married in the castle. Like, it's very sweet. It's very cute. But, like, I want, I think it'd be really nice to see, like, people want to grow up and, like, not, like, their only goal in life is to be, like, they're fine the prince, you know? Like, that can be, like, a side goal. But I don't think love should be the main focus in life. This is, again, leading into, like, my own ideals. But, like, hard work, your own, like, like, Sorry, it's like a whole other tangent I'm about to go on, so I'm gonna just stop it here. But like independence is definitely important. Like you should have other people in your life you love and appreciate, but it should be a balance. And I think some Disney movies don't showcase that because they're like love is the most important thing. And like as a childish ideal, it's very cute. But like it should like not be like, I don't know, not like a it's not something you should something you should take away from, you know? that but i think that was like too long um, explanation so much sense like that's like but before um jamie gets a chance um i just wanted to add like that is 
that's those are the characters I love more so. I love Jasmine from Aladdin. I love Mulan. I love Tiana. I love Moana. You know, like it's funny, these are all the princesses of color. But um it's just because like they their stories to me are more substantive and they truly have like true meanings. And it's great that they end up getting the guy too. Well, Moana, no, but I like that as well, that point. That is not a love story. Um, but it's like their MO is to be able to be like independent or successful or something like that. Like they actually have a true goal that you have to work towards in a sense, or it's more like challenging standing institutions, which I love. Yes, like I can't believe I forgot about Jasmine because I've been telling love I am with her. Like, oh my god, she's incredible. And like also <laughs> Rapunzel, like from Tangled yes. at least. I like at least from like the Tangled version of her. I'm in so in love with that movie. Oh my god, the soundtrack to everything about that movie. And she's so amazing. The way she grows, like just her growth as a character, but the fact that she doesn't lose that childlike innocence. I really like that. I can talk all day about Tangled. Jamie, continue. I'm sorry. I'm done. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm just going to continue on Tangled because, <laughs> you, you know, Tangled is very iconic and underrated. Like, very underrated. Like, I know how you were talking about the childlike innocence, Roshni, and I just can't stop thinking about the boat scene with her hair and the flowers and, like, the candles or oh, lantern. Like, Those are, that was, like, one of the boat most beautifully directed scenes ever in Disney. Or that might be an overration, but I do not care. <laughs> but no, you're totally right. That scene was so magnificent. Yes, it was like so magical. And like sometimes Disney like kind of veers away from that for the sake of I don't I don't know, profit, I guess. But like keeping like the magical elements to um those stories is like the best possible decisions because what else does a kid want besides magic and cool characters like and like cool scenes that's basically what I wanted as a kid but also I guess on that same view in line of thought I think one of my favorite characters is Alice from Alice's Adventures in Wonderland or Alice in Wonderland. Actually, I st I had an article that I was going to write, but I still haven't written it because I need to. But yeah, it's like she's a very, not necessarily innocent character, but she's a pretty, she really like reflects her youth in what she does. Because like, at least in the 1950s movie, well, the animated movie, she was like very kind of stubborn and it was like honestly pretty hilarious especially in contrast to like the very weird character she surrounded herself with and instead of like following those random well instead of following those set norms she basically like molds herself to kind of fit in especially like when she's talking to like the caterpillar and like in that field of flowers like instead of thinking like the world is this she's like oh who are you <laughs> and I'm like that's like such a very cool thought to me and really like it's interesting because when I actually write the article <laughs> it's not necessarily that she 
is like I wouldn't say that she's really against conformity or actually no ignore my thoughts for a second I need to get myself together <laughs> so let me just like talk through the story to like gather my thoughts okay so basically she's in Wonderland right and she's running through and trying to she follows a rabbit and she gets to Wonderland and she's like oh this is a very interesting place and then by the end we get to like the Red Queen and all those wild people cards trees <laughs> and stuff and she basically gets like run out of Wonderland and that's like very interesting to me because she's trying to like sort of mold herself into Wonderland because it's such a like different place from her original life but she still can't fit in and that was like also in the caterpillar flower scene that she like basically wasn't good enough for them and that she couldn't fit in and so that was like a pretty interesting thing that i was thinking about but uh yeah that's that was a very long tangent <laughs> um so yeah she's one of my favorite characters alongside all of the disney princesses that are black and brown <laughs> but also like on another theme like Lauren and Roshni already discussed them, so I won't do it. <laughs> I've already been talking it long enough. But basically, the interesting thing I thought about in my childhood was how many different renditions of Cinderella there was. Like, there are so many. Yeah. <laughs> like, I looked through my library catalog one time, and it just, like, brought back these huge memories of, like, reading, like, what was it? Like, a Chinese Cinderella in also like i wouldn't say black but like all these different cultures of cinderella and i was like wow this is this is wild <laughs> but yeah for such an influential character with not much substance aside from being in a basement and oppressed by her family she isn't really that cool of a character to me <laughs> but it's, it's it's interesting how they turn her into different cultural characters. I mean, I've been thinking, right? You know, she's like low-key a girl boss. Like, she like high-key got herself a man and like was like, Alamea, we should get married. And he was like, anything for you, my sweet. And then she became a fucking queen. She became a queen slash princess. And it's like, Oh my god, freaking girl boss. We love that for you. <laughs> Stop, you're like, you're like, oh, I'm sorry about that. <laughs> it's okay, I barely, I didn't even hear it. <laughs> okay, good. After, after, till after the fight, you were like, and I was like, oh, I guess she said something. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, Cinderella, there are so many t retellings of her story. And it's kind of cool to see, like, how much you can tell the story. But then at the same time, you're like, please stop telling the story. My favorite version of Cinderella, no one can tell me differently, is the one with Brandy. Because that is the, it is the best. It is the best. If you have not watched it, please watch it. It is perfection. Because it's so freaking diverse. 
And it's like, I was like, when it finally came on Disney Plus, I kept making so many posts about it and everything. So great things there. But yes, there's a lot of stories that are like, there's so many different retellings. And even now in literature, um, having these stories that are based off of old fairy tales and stuff, it's really kind of cool to think about because there's a, I'm reading a story called Six Crimson Cranes right now. And that is actually based off of swans. It's the like story with swans. I don't remember like the actual Swan fairy Lake? tale. I think, you know, it may, it's the fairy tale with swans. I just know that. I don't know what it's called. It's like six swans or something. Cause her brother, it, it's, it's, I'm not going to spoil it, but anyway. <laughs> Um, it's like based off of that. So I think it's really cool. And then you think about a lot of Disney movies are based off of, or not all Disney movies, but Lion King in particular is based off of Hamlet. And then Lion King 2 is based off of Romeo and Juliet. So to see how stories that have been told for years and years and years can be retold so many different times. There's so many Shakespearean plays that have been told in so many different you know, ways there have been musicals, there have been movies, there have been, you know, so many different things that you would never even think about. It's kind of cool to see that these stories will always exist. It's just about what version are you reading or what version are you seeing? Because that's, literature is always going to be around. It's always a good form of entertainment because, again, with it being so many different things, it can evolve into so many different things with technology and all that good stuff so sitting and reading a good book is always the best thing to do but yeah i don't know how i got on that topic oh i think it was just listening to jamie and all her great ideas because i was like oh my gosh she's great and i love alice too alice is great because <clears throat> i'm always looking at her and i'm like curiosa and curiosa as she says but um you know yeah i really like that that movie and her story as well. Yes. Okay. Anything else, you all? Now? Oh, wait. What are some things that you guys like stories or books or anything you guys are looking forward to? Oh, Chain of Thorns by Cassandra Clare. Oh, like future books that are coming out? Oh. Um, I don't know. I haven't like really, I don't know, I guess I haven't read as much recently. So like, I haven't like been keeping my eye out for anything. But if there is, I shall let you know. What about you? Oh, um. As I said before, Akweke, the Messi's stories in general. But, um, mm, honestly, so what I've been doing mainly is like reading old books. Maybe not old, but like they already, they are not anticipated books. So those are like really what I've been reading. But, also, I lo I low key ask just for recommendations. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to Aquatic Messi. and I also um I do recommend 
a book that I haven't read yet, but I've heard it's good and I've seen like excerpts of it. Um, it's Son of Prophets, Sons of Prophets. It has like some more stuff about gender and identity and stuff. I love me a good identity book, I must say. I love personal stuff. Interesting. I have to add it to my notes. I don't want to finish this before saying, please read stories with diversity. The one thing I would say, unfortunately, when I was in middle school, most of the books I was reading were just by white authors and about white characters mainly. Heroes of Olympus changed that, but like Harry Potter, it doesn't have as much diversity as it should, um, nor does Hunger Games, nor does Divergent, nor does any of those stories that I was obsessed with. And Shadowhunters Chronicles can also definitely do better. Um, but I love, I love those books. I don't know why. But anyway, yeah. But please read those stories. Read stories by people of color. Read stories by people of many gender identities and people who are in different um, sexual orientations because it is important to read these stories because that is the story of the people. And you got to read all these stories because they're so great and they're so representative of what our world is. And they're just, to me, they're very substantive. This year, I've really been taking the time to read a lot more books by people um, or marginalized voices, you know, which I think is so important and so imperative. So, yeah. Oh, and another book I'm looking forward to is the third book in the Orisha Chronicles, which Children of Blood and Bone and Children of Virtue and Vengeance, awaiting the third one because that series has messed me up mentally. But yes, anyway. Is, is that all, everyone? Okay, correction. My mind is all over the place. So the actual book name, I, I mixed it up with the person's Instagram name, which is why. This is, this is mainly where I've been hearing it from. So the book name is called The Prophets by Robert Jones Jr. And you should follow the Instagram account, The Son of Baldwin, which is how I got mixed up. <laughs> Interesting. So, Thank you. Yes, I will very good takes. Julio. Okay, is that all, everybody? You turning up? <laughs> Costume change. <laughs> okay. Sorry, that's gonna be uncomfortable. It's totally fine. Okay, thank you guys so much for talking with me today. I've enjoyed this conversation. We end up talking about a lot of stuff, and it was really fun to just be able to fangirl over everything that we've read over our lifetime and what we look forward to read in the future and to really talk about what reading really means to us and what reading should mean for everybody. But please take the time to go read a book. We'll read a book. Imagine. Imagine. But, you know, and just enjoy life and don't forget to be a kid sometimes because it's okay. This world is crazy. So, yeah, please make sure to check out the rest of our September 2021 issue and check out all the other content we have put out. So go check out our anniversary issue and all that good stuff. We'll still see you guys in the next one. Okay. Adios. Goodbye.